Welcome to the program, another episode of Smells Like Radio. I am your host, Jeff Wiles. We will be joined later by comedian Brett Johnson. But first, today's topic, identity. What does identity mean to you? Is it geographical information? Is it genetic information like your ancestry? Or is it easier? Is it an amalgam of your interests? Perhaps it's built off a lifetime of choices or even simpler. Is identity a choice? Can you choose who you are and how you are perceived by the rest of the world? I will say, lately I've been meeting more and more people who are waging social war on being misidentified. To give you an extreme example, I have met a few people who, in the same sentence that I get their first name, I also receive their sexual preference and even how they perceive their own genitals. Don't get me wrong, as a comedian, it's very exciting and refreshing to meet somebody who has completely figured themselves out, but I fear you may have missed out on some social cues during your journey. I struggle with this because when I was growing up, your greatest strength, the best thing you could have, was the ability to not care what somebody thought about you. It was your greatest strength. Certainly, technology has eliminated that completely. In the year 2018, everyone is managing their online presence, maintaining, grooming their identity. Social networking has retooled identity. Anyone can have a profile, and you can choose who you are online. People are getting catfished every day. Technology has changed many aspects of identity, even how you steal someone's identity. Back before the internet was around, if you wanted to steal somebody's identity, you used to have to go buy a hat and maybe even grow a mustache. But in today's society, all you need to steal somebody's identity is access to the internet. What I'm saying is you don't even need a mustache. Times are changing. Technology is even changing the way that you prove your identity. Apple is at the forefront of facial recognition technology and people are eating it up. It is very frightening to me. I was on my phone the other day and I saw a commercial that advertised how easy it is to pay for something using your face. And when I saw that commercial, I couldn't help but roll my eyes. And then sure enough, the next day, I got a receipt from Apple. I just don't understand it. And I'm trying to understand it. I need help. Before the song coming up. 
Yeah, yeah, but the songs, but the, but the music is coming in too fast before me. Yeah, yeah, but the songs, but the, but the music is coming in too fast before me. Yeah. is a strange abbreviation because I is short for I and then D is short for dentification. So it seems to me D is doing most of the legwork on that one. This is News 12 Brooklyn, as local as local news gets. Our top story today, Mark Zuckerberg, the allegedly human CEO of Facebook, announced a new business strategy in an attempt to alleviate privacy concerns and allegations. Zuckerberg stated, Facebook will no longer be collecting receipts for the sale of its users' personal data. He went on to say that the practice will be employed immediately, and he wished he thought of it years ago. back to the program, today's guest, comedian Brett Johnson joins the show to discuss how moving to Kenya in the middle of his formative years as a teenager shaped his future identity. Really enjoyed talking to Brett. He is a dear friend of mine and uh, heads up about the first 10 minutes or so is just us catching up and doing silly bits. But uh, I enjoyed it and I think you will too. Here he is now, Brett Johnson. Test, test. Hey, this is Brett Johnson coming to you live from... Oh, uh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I just saw Migos reading Walking in My Pocket on YouTube. Okay. What's Walking in My Pocket? Do you know who Migos are? Yes. So you know their song, Walk It and Talk It? Okay. It's just, I think, Quavo or somebody. Uh-huh. Quavo? What, whatever. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, reading Dr. Seuss's Walk It in My Pocket. There's a walk it in my pocket. There's oh. a walk it in my pocket. I'm obsessed with it. I've watched it like a hundred times. That seems like a deeper um, Dr. Seuss cut. Had you heard of that book beforehand? Oh, yeah. I used to have it. Oh, that's not, you know, it's not one of his, his, his you know, his smashes. No. His smash hits. No. Well, he got his license revoked. Dr. Seuss? Yeah, his medical license. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What happened? He was chopping kids' dicks off. That sounds less than likely, but I can see it. <laughs> He's well, it was their choice. He wasn't like capturing them. Oh, gotcha. It was. It was like it was. It was like they were of an age of consent for a circumcision. And he just went a little too far. Yeah, it was like illegal transgender surgery. Is what mm-hmm, I heard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ITS. Yeah. Bad case. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm throwing this theory out recently. Is I think everyone everyone always has a song in their head. Completely is my I think, and I think and I think people notice it most right when they wake up. I was just going to say, do you ever wake up with a song stuck in your head and you're like, I haven't heard this in years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's like I, my first thought when I wake up. Like the song that's playing? Yeah. Like Celine Dion <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> These days it's been walking in your pocket. Yeah. 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 Um, Recently. My pocket, whatever. Um, the, uh, but yeah, no, I think, because I think it's like your, your, you know, all the, all the other 
not white noise. All the forefront thoughts come in right up front. Yeah. Uh, during the day, but right when you wake up, it's it's you got you got you, you know the songs in there, and you can. That's when I like to ask people, like if I see them early on, or if I wake up with someone i've been there and uh i'll sometimes ask that question and i'll be like can you leave my house and i'll be like sure <laughs> but like do you want to hear what song i might have like i'm already out the as door. the doors yeah. close <laughs> but i have the beatles when they wake shut up yeah hell yeah speaking of which it's like um i think the last time we talked you had just discovered the beatles that was yeah that, okay that, that sounds about right what was it it's probably going on um almost a year ago yeah about a year ago look <laughs> a year ago no it was longer than that yeah um, i'm just doing embellishing for comedy mm-hmm. a year and a half ago i think a couple was, days <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was 369 days ago <laughs> 69 uh yeah no i had discovered them then I'm, i've moved on but, no, I, but you I put me on some great documentaries though you were like you were like deep in you were like in the trenches. I went of, so bad and deep. It yeah. was no, it was it was awesome. It was cool. Like I mean, it was one of those things. Where I was like, I was thankful to be into something. You know what I mean? Like okay, <laughs> like I I have I have care. What better thing to be into? And feelings. Beatles, they're a little hip to. Uh, it's a little cool to like shit on them for being like oh white guys like love finding the Beatles like yeah. way to go yeah fine I you know I accept the cliche yeah they are there it's a I think it's more alarming when somebody comes up to you in 2016 and goes have you heard this band the Beatles the Beatles <laughs> <laughs> it would be really weird if did someone you did know that. they put out a couple yeah. albums <laughs> it would be strange if someone did that two years ago <laughs> in 2016 <laughs> Jeff <laughs> fuck <laughs> uh so yeah but I moved on and then I read a book on um an oral history of punk music. Oh, really? Called "Please Kill Me," which is very good. Oh, cool. And uh, and from that, I got really into the Velvet Underground. Oh no shit! Which yeah. are much much cooler. <laughs> do yeah. it. Do yeah, tell good... people you're into. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't. Because that's one of those bands. Like, um, it's like everyone knows that they are important. But from what I'm finding, from when I start to like uh, rattle off factoids, people are like, "Oh, I didn't know." Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, didn't uh, Homeboy just die? Like Lou last Reed? year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, Lou Reed. Damn, man. The original. Yeah. OG. The original OG. Well, I got in because I didn't, I didn't know that they were considered a um, a pr- proto-punk. They were considered a, a one of the groups that it, are the reason punk started as a movement. Oh, really? I never put those together or I never know yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know their timeline at all. Yeah. It's mid, like... Um, <clears throat> 66 or 67 mm. is when something like that 67 is when velvet underground and nico came out and which is people point out it's like that same same year that and it's it's a very like so grimy and they're talking about heroin they're talking about like uh, bdsm and all this stuff by the way um, don't say heroin too loud in this apartment okay <laughs> we'll get knocks <laughs> at the get, get i heard somebody's gossip somebody got <laughs> heroin <laughs> <Here we> go. <laughs> you guys party no yeah. um Brett's talking about Velvet Underground. Okay, we're leaving. He's gonna ask us what song. Oh, song never we'll, mind. <laughs> he's gonna ask us a song where it is in our heads. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Swears. Um, yeah. So it came out the same. It was the same year as Rubber Soul came out, mm. and it's also when the psychedelic kind of music was kicking off. Hell yeah. And so, and apparently they like they hated psychedelia, or they were like, they were like we because it was like West Coast that was that was going on, and then this is like is not the opposite, but pretty far pretty far from it from the movement from the movement yeah so it's cool that's another thing that's kind of cool is they were like nah we're not doing that and then they sold like you know two thousand copies of the album <laughs> yeah and they, they tried so hard to succeed but that you know the old uh, you know you know brian Eno, his line about like you know like 
2,000 people bought the album, but everyone who bought it started a band. How, like That's his way of being like, how, how influential they are. Those, yeah. How, of those 2,000 people, 200, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. How many great bands spawned? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Every band is Every good. Every single band. <laughs> that's a great documentary, by the way. Every band is good. <laughs> it's full of lies. But. That's my theory for movies today. Every movie is good? Yeah. Or every TV? Not good, but like, it's hard. I have to preface this by saying I have the Movie Pass, mm-hmm. which is a great program. Yeah, $10 right, right. a month. You sure. can just see unlimited movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing everything. It's like food stamps for white people. Yeah. <laughs> that that both sounds inaccurate and inappropriate. So I apologize to our listening audience. Vaguely offensive, but I love it. Um, yeah, I'm seeing everything, and I'm kind of coming to the conclusion that it's like every movie. You know what? You know what? I'm sorry. I I don't apologize for that because I think it's making fun of white people. Okay, so so you apologize for apologizing? No, I revoke my original apology. I'm not double. I'm not double dipping. Apologies. <laughs> you did say I'm sorry. I don't apologize. Yeah, that was my. That was me apologizing for interrupting you. Oh yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. So go on. Yeah. Movie pass. No, I just uh, stupid theory. But like, when when was the last truly awful movie you saw in theaters? Like, I've seen some. Okay, like, fifteen, seventeen to Paris mm-hmm. was like garbage. Okay. Really bad, but uh, it at like everything was in focus. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> And the colors were all there. Yeah, right, right, right. And there was a soundtrack that was decent. Mm-hmm. And you could hear everybody talk. Well, when was la- when was the last time there was a f- film that was wide release <laughs> that like was out of focus and stuff? That's what I'm saying, though. Movies today, it's all it's all high definition. It's all green screen. It's all the the technology has gone so far. It's it's almost like. But was there bad movies in the '90s? Like like was there poorly shot movies? And like <laughs> yeah yeah, there's all sorts of crazy mistakes in movies. And right like, right effects were like horrible that's true they were they did look way worse yeah it, but at, of course you know forgivable we were like just figuring out like computers mm-hmm. computers were like just entering movies right but now it's like at a point where you know like apartment rappers it's like you can get such you can get like studio quality production uh, right, right. out of like a laptop yes so it's so so the even so for if we're talking a tier above that yeah like a house like a, like rappers that own a house yeah like you know that's gonna be high quality yes if they move on <laughs> if they have it, a trap house look out this is an equivalent to the movie thing though yeah right? like they have a studio <laughs> exactly. home yeah, yeah yeah exactly hmm okay all right I did there's some I did some I didn't movie. say it's a great theory okay <laughs> that's, that's a, it's not yeah. as good as gravity gravity is a pretty good one that one's held strong yeah. for a long time for a, yeah. for a while right that, yeah he's really. Yeah. Old, old Apple Noggin himself is really. I think he's on to something. Kept it together. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't. That's okay. That's a, that, that is a theory. I did see a movie that was really, really edited. Like I feel like they cut out, like mm. they cut it short or something. Mm-hmm. Things weren't weren't weren't. Uh, they cut scenes. I don't know. They had to yeah. cut it down, and and the storyline made was kind of confusing. But yeah, yeah, I would say like uh, I would revise that theory and say that content isn't always good. Right. Like what the movie's about isn't always good. Mm-hmm. But it'll probably at least be in focus. Right, yeah. <laughs> Again, I should hope that when they spend millions of dollars promoting and distributing a film, yeah. every shot is should is at least be in focus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope so. Or or whatever you want to be in focus. <laughs> right, right, right. It's the intent things that are intentionally focused yeah. are I think they teach a class about that in NYU. Well we're in the the golden age of T V now. Yeah, we really are, huh? We're in this golden shower of TV, and it's and it's I can't, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I, I'm worried about all the uh, the documentaries on Netflix 
worried? Yeah, because it seems like they're just pumping documentary after documentary after documentary. It is a, it is hot now. Docs are hot. Because hot. you can make an insanely compelling documentary for what, like thirteen dollars? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the technology's there. Right, right, right. Yeah. You need like a good VO dude. Yeah. And somebody that can do effects. So what's your concern? Is that you could easily just fabricate some bullshit. Okay. And have it be wide release. And <laughs> okay. Right. It's, it's just gotten to the point where it's that easy. <laughs> like Netflix is, is paying people to make documentaries, but they're not paying. They're not paying for investigative journalism. About the documentaries. No. Right, right. So like as easy it is to like put out a podcast, you could put out a documentary about how, you know. Podcasts are evil or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're clearly not. Yeah. Look at us. Well, yeah. <laughs> this might be evidence in the other direction, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. still. Uh, is this really a concern you? Uh, not now. It doesn't like keep you up at night. Yeah. No, certainly not. Right. Because you can always just turn it off. Well, it's weird how they how they did, though, explode. It, yeah. How they, how they it's, really... It's more alarming how the news will... After 9-11, it's like everyone's like, <laughs> give, me the, give me the real story, baby. Dude. Yeah. More alarming than, I guess, the ease of making a documentary is, like, the news citing Twitter every single day. Mm-hmm. It's, every time I turn on the news, it's a screenshot of a tweet. So many tweet, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know how easy it is to Photoshop that shit? That's you know also I mean? true, yeah. Well, have you seen those that tech, tech now with, um, it's super easy to <clears throat> take a picture of someone? Or take, a, take basically, like, they can, the examples, like, the t- you take video of Obama, and you you have someone else you have them you video them mouthing the words and you can really really photorealistically make their face say those words that that just came out i mean that'll be sick when you're like playing like nba jam and you're having your characters like (laughs) doing your own taglines but (laughs) you're like talking shit out of jordan's mouth (laughs) yeah right right (laughs) that'd be pretty wild you used to live in africa Mm -hmm. i would love to hear more about that okay well let's start at some point Uh, is that we've started Sure. Yeah, because it's all recorded and. Recorded. I mean, yeah. Where else have you uh, have you lived? I well, met you in Boston. Met me in Boston, which is where I live now. Uh, I live. I grew up mostly upstate New York, outside Albany. Word. Mm-hmm. Bad winters. Fine. N- yes. Word. Yes, not as bad as my cousins live out near uh, Rochester. They had worse. Oh yeah, they get hit hard. <clears throat> hit hard. Lake effect, as they call it. Brutal. It's a lot like Mass Effect, but colder <laughs> and. Uh, not as entertaining. Nope. Um, not as many choices. But and more expensive, <laughs> you know. Um, so Albany, uh, when I when I was like one and a half, two, I lived in Mexico. When I was like one, I lived in Mexico. Oh, really? My dad does like it was a diplomat, so we moved down there. Mm. So I was there for a year ish, year and a half. Word. Um, maybe two years, and then back to Albany, and then at the end of ninth grade. We packed up and shipped off to where else but Nairobi, Kenya, East Africa. Like every, like you do. As you do. You know, you're in Albany. You're in a town called East Greenbush. A town so exciting, it's named after a bush, the color <laughs> they're supposed to be. It's a, it's the places, and it's east of it, not it's East Greenbush. So it's right. like, oh, we're close to the Greenbush. Is yeah. it over there? I don't know. It's it's on that side of town. It's the sunny side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we... we we were shipping off, shipping Kenya, off, shipping off to Kenya. Whoa! <laughs> and um, that was a that was a trip because we moved there, and it was like I never like kissed a girl, and I'm like, I don't can I still use English to accomplish that goal? Like totally. It was a uh, yeah. It was a it was a it was where, a quite a change. Where in Kenya is this? So Nairobi. So Kenya's east coast, 
Right. Nice. Represent. <laughs> um, East Coast of Africa. And uh, Nairobi is inland. Um, it's like it's like the center, su- center south-ish in Kenya. Hmm. Um, it's near the Rift Valley, which is an old, old ass. Like, it's one of those, like, they found some of the oldest skeletons there. Oh, really? One of those, one of those spots, yeah. Oh, cool. And um, ancient civilization. Ancient civilization, yep. Um, cool. Pre-civilization. Really? Even. Um uncivilized yeah, ancient right. uncivilization decivilized <laughs> um and it's uh it's up it's a mile up nairobi is so even though even though we're pretty much right at the equator it was kind of like 70 year round give or take oh my god so the weather's great and also because it was mile up the uh malaria mosquitoes we didn't worry about really mm-hmm it's pretty legit. It was it was nice. So, I mean, so when we would we would travel, we went a couple times to Mombasa, which is on the coast, mm. much more Arab influence and you know coastal town and kind of beach beach town. Super hot. It's like hundred degrees all the time. And when we went there, we had to put the, we had to um, take malaria medicine mm. just in case. And uh, it was like, uh, yeah, we just had to take take meds for that. We, so how old are you when this is going down? You're like ten? No, I'm. Uh, this is. Um, I mean, 14, 15, 16, oh, okay, yeah. high school. So 10th and 11th oh, grade. Oh, those, those developing years. Those developing those years. awkward stages. <laughs> Big time. Fuck, man. Well, I told you the story. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, in, in Kenya, it's a, <laughs> I haven't figured out, really figured out the way to say it on stage, but sort of like... Uh, well, I don't have a stage right now. All so right. So <laughs> don't worry I'll, about I'll it. Dump the story. <laughs> no, um, how it's like I got to experience being a minority there. And I'm not always cracked up to me. Don't know what, don't know what <laughs> yeah. I heard. Not yeah. the best. Um, which it was fine, but it was like I got stared at all the time. Totally. As a, a mazungu, it's like say as like the, the pejorative term for white person there. <laughs> what is it? A mazungu. 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 Yeah. Nice. So that was also a way to um, ingratiate myself with a, with a Kenyan. Is I'd like I'd be like oh, something something be like you know me as a mazungu. And they'd be like ah like, this motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he gets it. Nice. Um, yeah, he's woke and. Um, uh, so as a Mazunga, you got stared at all the time, but it would be like, but it wasn't an aggressive stare. It's more just like, oh, a deer, like that kind of, totally. that kind of look. Yeah. And then, but then I'd finally be like, you know, you like, I had to learn just be like, just say something to them. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, what's up, Sasa? Yeah. And and then they'd be like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, uh, Sasa, oh, oh, you know, fit, I'm sorry, you know, something, something back. And uh, what does all that mean? Like, Sasa, Sasa's like, what's up? Mm-hmm. You, you could say like Sasa in high school would be like Sasa fit. We'd be like, "What's up?" Not much, um, but but um, fit is like nothing. Fit, yeah, like just you're chilling. Word. Um, was so that slang or what? Yes, yeah, so that was that was like slang. Kenyan? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Kenyan slang. Cool. There's a whole like like we we would riff with classmates to be like, "Sasa fit, mambo po, story fresh." <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, tight. fresh. And uh, but on the street, you'd be like, you know, um, habari. How are you? Mm-hmm. Habariako. Mm-hmm. How are you? And then Mzuri would be good. Jumbo does mean hello, but people it wasn't really you wouldn't really really say that. Cool. Um, but also, you know, as our, many of our listeners, I'm sure, um, already know some Swahili because the Lion King, Simba means lion. Whoa. Fucked up. Um, Rafiki, the monkey. Yeah. Does it mean monkey? Rafiki means friend. Whoa. And then Rafiki would say, Asante san, squash banana. Yeah, yeah. And that means, thank you very much, squash banana. (laughs) 
dude. Yeah. And then everyone's like, well, what is this? And what like, what's Scar mean? I'm like, I mean, Scar. And they like throw out another name in the thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know that one. Does Iago mean anything? Iago? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's, that's <laughs> from Aladdin. From, that's from Aladdin. <coughs> My bad. What's I, the bird in Lion King? Zazu. Zazu? Yeah, that's. that's I don't something. know. I'm probably mean something. What the fuck, man? Oh, Aguna Matata does mean no worries also. Does it really? Yeah, so that's, <laughs> I, oh, I don't cool. know why I left out the most Redeemed. obvious one. The one that literally they told you what it means. Yeah. It means no worries. So that's fun. So yeah. you're a, a teen so you know, yep, picking so you know, up some Kenyan slang? A little bit, yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, de- developing, re- I mean like, and I was, I was, uh, I moved there, you know, I, I was, I was chunky. I was a chunky middle schooler. That's and, right, uh, yeah. You know, and that's you know, that's I'm this like I shouldn't be this friendly, but I was, you know, that I, you know, you look at me now and you're like, why is he so friendly? <laughs> he doesn't need to be, <laughs> and uh, that's why, because I, I, yeah. I was like, I need Still to, be, I need to be funny and friendly because you know I'm chunky, and I wasn't even that big, but my class of twenty people is a little Christian school I went to. I imagine you were big for Africa. That's the thing. So yeah, well, I lost a little weight in ninth grade, and we moved, mm-hmm. and I was still like, kind of, kind of a chunker. There were, there were, there were bigger kids at the school i was larger school i moved to mm-hmm. um but i was still like i was still flabby okay. fl- flabster and uh again mile up so like um <clears throat> running was extra no. hard <laughs> yeah so they're like i remember like first day gym they're like do a lap and uh you know also i'm in africa so <laughs> running um <laughs> but they're like we just we just did <laughs> yeah exactly they're like we just came back from ghana we ran there um but they're like, do a lap. I'm like, no problem. Then like one fifth of the way around the course. I was like, I <gasps> 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 grabbed my side. I'm like, hell. Um, so I, I think that lost some weight because I was like harder to breathe. And um, also all the, um, also just, you know, growing. And also all the, all the animals there were skinnier. Like they couldn't fatten up the animals. Yeah, like for you the couldn't food. get fat if you tried. Yeah. So all the food, like we had to put, uh, grease in the pan to cook bacon like mm. we had to put oil in the pan to cook bacon oh wow yeah. you could buy special like they call there was like a british they called it streaky bacon was their term for regular bacon oh really streaky bacon which means it's still the fat on it oh wow um but like where you get they were just bacon you had to oil the pan because it was so not fat um and then when right when we moved there too there was a there was a drought so the animals were extra skinny oh whoa extra lean meat wow wow um so yes i did i did lose some weight but but again, the being the being stared at thing. Like, how long was the drought? Sorry to interrupt. Um, it was a few months. It had been going on for a while before. But like, there they have they have two seasons. They have rainy season. They have dry season. Mm. So, really regular. Like, uh, I was gonna say, is this like a regular occurrence? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a drought right now. So we gotta- yeah. It was, so that was like I think the, they had like a not good rainy season bef- the before we came. Oh wow. Um, Shit. But then it did it did happen after we like a few months after we moved. I think we probably helped. <laughs> um, moving, um, but it would, the regularity was strange because it would be, it would, like every day during the rainy season, it would, you'd wake up and the the ground, the floor ground, the ground would be kind of wet, nothing during the whole day, and then basically like six p.m. or seven p.m., hmm. it would start raining. It rain for like two hours, two three hours, and then that would be it. And then the next day, same thing. Whoa, like that that regular. Whoa, whoa. Which is really weird. Yeah, that's bizarre. Um, and then during the rainy season, it would also have these bugs c- would come out. Oh shit! This they were they call them like flying ants. So they would not okay. Yeah, no, it's weird. They would um, like we would have to shut the windows when the rain would start because all these uh these little these little bugs they have these big wings, little guys, but they have like big like like you know 
two and a half inch wingspan Jeez. and there would be like dozens of them and they'd like try to fly into the house like try to come oh, through the windows no. they're just gross like yeah so you don't want them to come in of course um so you shut the windows then like after the rain would stop there'd be like a whole bunch of them like kind of like at, at the bottom of the windowsill just mm. chilling dead um but in that in that like two hour span they would they would they would kind of they, uh give birth have sex like legs that was their like life cycle yeah and then and then die and Jesus uh and Christ. so then the next day that would be the eggs that were the plant of the night before or whatever they you know how come hard out. are you hanging on to survival where you're like <laughs> all right we got two hours <laughs> to make sure the species goes on you're right right and there's like wow. dozens of yeah they're they're all out hundreds of them um so that was kind of weird and gross um yeah but i mean yeah, there wasn't too many of those. We'd have like here and there. They'd have we'd have a little like gecko hanging out in the wall. Like there'd be those cool. that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so I was like chunky kid. One time, one time, like I missed the bus. And oh no, yeah, no. So and what the but we'd I'd like go to the top of the hill. Bus would come. It would loop. It when it would go through the neighborhood like right near me, like a little a little cul-de-sac mm-hmm. nearby, and then come back out to the main street. So it's like if I run up and catch it where it gets out, yeah, I can I can catch it. But that's like you know uh it's like 200 feet <laughs> yeah it was like 300 maybe like 300 yards something like that oh shit really so it was like it was like i had it was a jaunt yeah um but between where i am and where i have to get it mm. they have these like um shanty shanty little shops mm-hmm. set up and they'll have like just different areas will have this and it's like it'll be like 10 or 12 shops and like you can get buy a coke you can get like buy one a cigarette or like you know like the so little little nice. things and this and that little um like a bodega yeah, yeah, like a bunch of tiny bodegas, and cool. there's a whole stretch of them at this on the street. You're like, I want one cigarette. He's like, he's the cigarette guy. Yeah, my bad. I'll go down there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, uh, because Kenya had like 50% unemployment or something like that, it was um, everyone was just would just sit around, be hanging out. So there were like maybe like 50, there were like 30 Kenyans just like chilling, like <laughs> facing Monday the road. Morning. Yeah, Monday morning, just like got nothing going on just lamping bro yeah and i'm like i know that when when i start to run for the oh. bus i'm gonna give all these eyes. so they're already like love to look at me yeah they, and they never get to see like like white white boy awesome um white white boy running oh shit we're gonna check this out yeah like chunky white boy chases bus like we're not legendary this is exactly this is There's like, like paintings of you <laughs> no, exactly <laughs> they're gonna call on friends over look at him now go ahead run um <laughs> oh no man so i take off and i'm feeling all the eyes on me and i'm feeling all the stares and i'm like oh, fucking my you know high school high school boobies are bouncing and my book bag's swinging and i'm just like oh i got such an angry face on and um and I just like, you know, I could feel all the, I'm all staring. Look at him there. And, um, and I remember I passed, <laughs> there were three guys on the other side of the road when I ran. Uh-huh. And there was like three guys walking. The middle one had like a turban on, some kind of headdress and um, headgear. And we passed and I like looked over my shoulder to see what they were doing. Because of course they stared at me. Yeah. And all three of them were, were, were walking still. But all three of their heads were completely turned around. <laughs> Just like 180 degrees, like <laughs> looking at me, and I stopped and I snapped. Oh shit! And I and I and I just went. I screamed at everyone. I faced all of the Kenyans and I went, "Stop looking at me!" <laughs> oh man! And nothing happened. Nobody. If anything, they're probably just like, "Oh shit! I didn't know we were gonna get that." They too. don't think you're talking yeah, to them. They're like, know, "He's yelling yeah, at somebody." He's yelling, and um. So like I just kind of turned back shamefacedly, kept running, 
caught the bus. Oh, nice. Get on it, just like drowning in 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 self pity. <laughs> um, and no one on the bus knows what happens. This is just between me and like a hundred Kenyans. Like a very private yeah. moment we just shared. Why is the white one so sad? <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, went to school like still just like that was burned in my head again but same like i know that moment like that's gonna be passed down like generation generation Dude, like, uh, you know, yeah. like uh you're like the legendary white writer <laughs> when white boy runs good rain season <laughs> you're right right maybe that's what broke the drought you yeah know? It was like <laughs> he snapped and so did the weather gods you know yeah they're like we had patience. We had to wait for a sign, and yeah. we had a, we, <laughs> maybe he was a shaman. He just white, yelled. A white bolt of lightning yeah. ran through town, and the water followed. So, anyway, That's that, fun. that that happened. What were your parents doing in Kenya? My so my dad does like legislative development work. He does like democratization, mm. modernization, something. Right. White he, devil. Totally. Yes, exactly. No, he is uh, Arnold from True Lies. <laughs> uh, he's in the CAA. <laughs> What was multimedia like in uh, Kenya? Where there's was there a theater you would go to? Good question. There? Yeah, so we had there was a movie theater. There was so like we had a we had a there were a couple like modern style malls. Um, cool. Footlockers. What's funny? No, uh, maybe no. I I don't know. I got frosted tips at one point. Did uh, you really? Yeah. It's, Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see these photos. I, I just picture like uh, you like. Chunky Brett, Frosted Tips in Kenya. Just hanging out with your Kenyan homies. Chilling. Yeah. What up? <laughs> yeah. Frosted Tips. Let me get the whitest possible thing I can yeah. in the not white area. Um, Good Lord. Uh, so we had a movie theater. I was thinking about the other day, like, there was also a magazine store. and um, Fucking magazine stores, dude. Yeah, they had. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I was, like, um, recently had started exploring my body. Nice. And <laughs> so gross way to put it, Brett. Um, I'm not. I know, like, body. yeah, it's like, oh, is he a sensual woman? No, it's a chunky Brett being like, oh, God, I tug. picture, I picture you alone in that uh, that animal cracker scene from Armageddon. <laughs> you know, and he's like, on Liv Tyler's body, he's got those little animal crackers, <laughs> but just with uh, me by myself. Yeah, <laughs> and this is it's just like savanna animals. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but I was even like all the magazines. I was like. I like looking at the pretty women on the magazine covers, and um, they were all British magazines. So it was all these like British models, and I'm wondering how much that's imprinted like my my taste in women. Probably is like I do like, you know, a um, Euro woman. Yeah, cur- uh, or British, you know, like you know, I don't know, curvy, bad teeth, just like, like a sort s- of my go-to, a stunningly beautiful woman with just jacked up teeth, with just the <laughs> the most unpleasant accent, yeah. you know. <laughs> Um, uh. but but um uh so they we had a movie theater theater there mm. and they would have they'd have like two screens and they would we'd get we'd get new films every, like three months after they came to the states okay um something like that uh and it would just be just a couple like i saw me i saw me the parents there i saw harry potter and the philosopher's stone there that's, that's their their version their name for the first one <laughs> and fun thing before every uh before every um movie they would they would both they'd have a old ass newsreel really so they have yeah oh it'll be like a newsreel from like five months ago and it would be like a clip of it, it was always just like a little brief clip of like almost like propaganda like look what the president did who was the president for like 25 years there oh shit yeah. uh moy daniel Arup moy like we had a celebration of canadian uh you know independence this is a video from the 30th anniversary of the whatever independence and uh like i remember one clip it was like and they had the same clip for like a year 
and it would be like the president would be, it was like old dude he'd be like yeah <laughs> dear peoples of my beloved country and then he like would like you know celebrate it and um they would also play the canyon of Ch- the first chunk of the Kenyan national anthem with the f- with old video of the Kenyan flag waving. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and it was pretty cool. You wouldn't have to stand, but they would play it before every every movie. Dude, can you imagine how many people would start national anthem protest if they were before like Avengers or something? <laughs> yeah, right. People like taking hardcore knees at the <laughs> the movie theater. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> protests would be like ex- or pushback, being like, "Why doesn't every theater do this?" Like Fox yeah. News. Yeah. Right. Um. So we, we had a movie theater. Um internet was dial up and very slow like we tr- we we worked so hard to try to get better internet and it was it was just always getting kicked off and it was always dial up what year was this like 2005 Two, no 2000 it was 2000 2001 okay yeah i was at, in kenya during 9-11 traitor uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> were you involved yeah um what was what did uh, did it even hit the news out there? It did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I remember I got it. So it was end of day for me because like an eight nine hours Wait, what? difference. Oh, end of the day. End of the day. Yeah, okay. I got out of rehearsal for Charlotte's Web. <laughs> no big deal. I was <laughs> Homer Zuckerman, and uh, uh, this Kenny, this this kind of kind of jerky uh, German Kenyan kid was like he had like a cell phone. He got like a news update, and he's like he's like oh, he's like somebody <laughs> flew a plane <laughs> into the World Trade Center. Oh shit! Like he's like laughing about it. I'm like yeah. okay, dude, relax. So I went home and it was like we didn't have a TV, um, so just it was surreal. But but it was like from afar. I think we went over to someone's house to watch the news or something like that. Interesting, yeah, yeah. No TV, huh? Mm-mm. Uh, one eventually, like in our second year, that we bought. There's a missionary family moving back to America, mm. so from them for like twenty bucks, we bought their little their little TV, <coughs> and <laughs> as well as a. A treasure chest full of VHS tapes. Oh, cool! Some just like a whole, just like here, take all these. Yeah. And it was some were labeled, some weren't. And this was just a fucking scatter shot of content. It was Simpsons episodes. It was random NBA playoff games. <laughs> it was movies. You know, it was Blast from the Past starring Brendan Fraser. Oh, wow! It was you know, it was again random TV shows, and it was just just like just a fucking. You know, I didn't find anything illicit, unfortunately. Uh, I know. I was, you could feel me, like, about to ask. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. Uh, but that worked out because I got my wisdom teeth removed there, so I watched a lot of those. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Which is great. I mean, the operation was actually really cheap there because they, ju- they just tied my uh, string to a rhino's tail and <laughs> pulled. Um, a little hopped around. The- so, so it, slow internet. had That TV we got eventually. Um, the internet thing was tough. Um, but I gamed a lot. I was a big PC gamer at the time. Oh really? Oh yeah. Online? No. No, oh, I was gonna say solo you're single player. Ruining yeah. every match you join. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> get off our. Get yeah. off the server. Yeah. Uh, we did. We but we did. Um, I had friends who lived in little compounds. Missionary, like my friends are missionary families. Mm-hmm. They live in compounds, and those compounds would have uh, sometimes like a, like a little computer center. So I did play some oh. LAN. I play LAN. A LAN game. Oh, dude. Land matches. Land parties. So fun. They were so the best. Much fun. Bonding and. You could scream at each other Dude. in the room. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm glad that the amount of time I live there, I'm glad about because I was there long enough, I think, to really get a feel and kind of get it in, in my in my bones. But it wasn't so long that I had extreme culture shock when I moved back to the States. Um, and I had friends. I had American friends, American parents who lived in Canada their whole life. So mm-hmm. they, they were like some were born there or like born in the States and moved there right after they were born. Mm-hmm. Um, would come back, you know, like for a couple weeks every summer but spent zero to 18 there mm-hmm. those years. And then they co- move back to the States and they, they start college and they're like, I don't feel 
at home here. I don't feel comfortable. Well, I'm not, really? They're like, yeah, they're like, they're like, um, I'm in, I'm in America, but I don't know this place. Um, they can talk, they can talk to people. It's fine, but it's like they're not comfortable. Yeah, they don't feel American mm. because they're Kenyan, more or less. Um, but when they're in Kenya, they're not, you know, they're not African. Um, so it's like it's like they have they don't really have a home country. Their home country is Kenya, but they're there as like a third culture. Like it's that third culture became their first first culture, and there's like always a, a tension with that. And I and I've and I think I mean I think most of them work through it or, or to some degree. But I, I remember hearing about that and being like or seeing like seeing my friends who are, you know they they they, they sound so totally American. They they look American, but then they they just are like they feel out on the outside. And they and those are the people who stayed most in touch with their friends from Kenya because those they could relate Completely. to those people the most. The human experience can be very taxing, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because those are all constructs that uh, are designed or not designed but built. You know, Kenyan. I'm not Kenyan. I'm not American. A lot of these are trappings of the mind, don't you think? Yeah, but it's but it's um it's also the I think I think the I'm not the, saying it's not real. It, of course. But I mean, I think the framings are completely constructs, mm-hmm. but the experiences are completely genuine. Yeah. Like it, they had a different experience of in Kenya than they did in America. So you could put whatever term you wanted on it, but they 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 had they they grew up experiencing this, and they got placed here, mm-hmm. and then it's like those are going to be different, even outside of the mind. Well, I, I guess that about does it. Before we get to plugs, I ask all my guests to send a message to the refugees of the world. If you could send them any message. What would it be? Uh, the refugees of the world. Mm. Um, I would say um, you, meaning the refugees, I would say you uh, matter and um, you shouldn't give up even though you're in your situation. Uh, not just because like you shouldn't give up, but because like you have a purpose that you're here and uh yeah crucial part of the human story Mm -hmm. um that's what i would say i would say there's a reason that you are struggling and and uh and that's for the that's for the people that you're in contact with and and what you can give to them hell yeah cheers cheers plugs I just went in. Now I gotta go external again. <laughs> um, you take some water if you want. You take a little woo, break. Let me take a breath. No. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Come see me do comedy, in Boston. I do pavement comedy now. I do Ellis Room and shave storytelling. Um, and I'm on social media at what Brett W J T B R E T T. Pretty much across the board. Nice. So Instagram, Gramming, the Gram, and uh, Insta Twitter. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Nigga. Cheers. Peace. Yeah. Literacy matters. There's a walk it in my pocket. There's a walk it in my pocket. Walk it in my pocket. Huh? Walk it in my pocket. Okay. Walk it in my pocket. There's a walk it in my pocket. There's a walk it in my pocket. 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 Did you ever have a feeling? There's a basket in your basket or neural in your bureau. Or was it in your closet? Sometimes I feel quite certain there's a jerkin in the curtain. Sometimes I have a feeling there's a zap behind the clock. And there's a whoop on the shelf. I have talked to him myself. I said there's a whoop on the shelf. I have talked to him myself. That's the kind of house I live in. There's a nink up in the seat. And there's a whoop in the lamp. And they're nice, I really think. Some of them are friendly like they yacht up in the pot. 
But they all over in the bottle. Some are friendly, some are not. Like that Zabel on the table when I get under the chair. But that Bofa on the sofa, well, I wish you wasn't there. All those numbers in the covers, they are good to have about. But that new brush in my toothbrush, see him, I could do it out. And the one I'm really scared of is the bug under the rug. Said the one I'm really scared of is the bug under the rug. And the chimney up the chimney, I don't like him at all. And it makes me sort of nervous from the Zoskos down the hall. What the zips up on the steps, they are great to have around. There are many, many other, other friends that I have found. Like the teller and the meller, and the geller and the geller, and the peller and the weller, and the zeller and the seller, and the silly on the silly, killing sour in my shower, and the zillow on my pillow. I can talk to him for hours. I don't care if you believe it. That's the kind of house I live in. And I hope you never leave it. You can't come, you're forbidden. I don't care if you believe it. That's the kind of house I live in. And I hope you never leave it. You can't come, you're forbidden. There's a walking in my pocket. 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 Walking in my pocket. Walking in my pocket. Walking in my pocket. There's a walking in my pocket. You know how easy it is to make a Malta? Zeus. <laughs> Migos. A drink? Yeah. No, a cocktail. Yeah, a flaming mo. Yeah, yeah. Mama. Just two ingredients. It's crazy. Gas, cloth, and um, I guess three. You need a bottle and an arm to toss. Ooh. You know what? That's very ableist of uh, me. Yeah, right. It's very limb centric. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> revolution is for the able body. <laughs> yeah, right. The revolution will not be wheeled. Yeah. <laughs> oh man.